Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Be careful. Be very, very careful. A little bit of my Elmer Fudd there. Be very, very careful. Hey, it's Sam Crowley. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. I want to talk about your friends, uh, the people that you let, uh, that you allow in your inner circle and what they're doing to you. Oh, I thought this was a motivational podcast. It is. It is. But, man, we have always got to keep this top of mind. Um, what are your friends doing to you? What are they saying to you? What are they saying about you? What are you allowing into your mind? Uh, your friends can absolutely, and, and when I say friends, you might as well just say family, okay? I'm talking about your inner circle, those people that are closest to you will absolutely derail your dream because they want you to stay who you are. Don't change because if you change, I have to change. Change is uncomfortable. And oh my gosh, if you're talking about big changes, no, no way. And you won't even really see it happening. Okay. So when you allow, so you got two directions you can go with your life. Okay. We all, not we all, I shouldn't say we all because not everybody is the same. So that wasn't correct. But uh, my, oh, let me just say my, my teenage years were filled with a lot of fun in Bradford, PA, town of 8,000 people. Absolutely loved it. All right. We were, we were tapping a keg of Stroh's beer at 13 years old up in the woods. All right. And uh, there was no shortage of parties going on in high school. Never touched a hard drug. Never wanted to touch a hard drug, but in western Pennsylvania in the early 80s, uh, we drank beer. In high school. Ah, but that was it. I mean, thank God uh, cell phones weren't around back then. I just, that, that wouldn't have been good. I just, there's no child has discernment and any good idea. Nothing good can happen when a cell phone is on and there's a party going on, put it that way. Uh, and so you have the teenage years and you, you develop your group of friends, your childhood friends. And hopefully, if you're blessed enough, uh, you stay in contact with a couple of them, you know, in into your 40s and 50s, okay? Then in the 20s, everybody's getting married, you know, so you got married maybe, or at least your friends did. You started going to weddings, putting it that way, okay? You had to go, guys, you had to go get fitted for your tuxedo in your early to mid-20s for the first time. Girls, you had to get the uh, wedding dresses, you know, the uh, wedding party dresses, the maid of honor and all of the uh, girls that stand up with the bride. You got those fitted, you know? And so maybe you had your own wedding, and then you start to think, okay, well, college, oh, we skipped over college. That was just that was a blur for me. Might have been a blur for you unless you actually took it seriously. I did not. Uh, college was a thirty-week party with a six-grand cover charge at the old Penn State University in 1986 to 88, and stopped going to school in the uh, January of 1988, and pretty much uh, got an incomplete for my fourth semester, and that was that. But college was just a blur for some people. Uh, for others, you took it seriously. You got your engineering degree, your accounting degree, whatever it is. Some of you just got the piece of paper and got the hell out of there. You know, say, like, yeah, that's, that's all I need, which is actually a really smart thing to do. Just get the piece of paper. Uh, 
Uh, that's a whole different podcast. I've hired hundreds of people in my life in the corporate game, could not possibly care less where they went to school, unless I found it interesting. Oh, you went to, I know a buddy that went there. Could not possibly care what their GPA was. Uh, we were grooming them to be excellent sales reps. That's it. And we taught them our system and had to un, they had to unlearn what they learned in four years of college. Everything. Isn't that crazy? You just paid a hundred grand and we have to actually deprogram you, sorry, because we need you to be a good sales rep. Need you to have a personality. Uh, we don't we need you not to think. We need you to uh, sell. Okay. And so then you get into your twenties, thirties, maybe you have a kid, you buy a house and you start thinking, All right, uh, the handcuffs are coming on. Kids aren't handcuffed with the house. well, I guess you know, it depends. But you got the big mortgage now. You got it. Maybe you got your first nice car. Maybe you lease it six, seven hundred dollars a month. That's a really nice lease payment. Um, nice in the sense it's big. And so, what are you doing with your life? And what are your friends doing? Are, are, the the reason why you're doing these things is because your friends are doing them. Most likely, friends are getting married. I got to get married. Friends bought a house. I got to buy a house. Friends have a nice car. I have a nice nice car. Friends are getting promoted. I better get promoted. But nobody's really going for anything different in their life. You know, I mean, really unusually like going for your dream because it's just not cool because you don't want to be ostracized because then you won't have any friends. And trust me when I tell you, you will lose a good segment of I wouldn't call them friends. I would call them individuals in your life, in your inner circle, because you've decided to go in a different direction. And it is uncomfortable for them as much as it is for you. So you don't do it. Yeah, they laugh, they make fun, they talk about, oh my God, what are you doing again? I don't, I don't get it. I don't. And then when you try doing it, they're gonna be, hey, how's that thing going? How's that thing you started? Is that thing working? You know, my thing's working. How's your thing? You know, so you get into your thirties, and some people break away in their thirties. Some people actually do it in their twenties, which that is the rarest of the rare because you're still under that judgment. I care what people think about me. Stage into your thirties, you're like, well, I'm gonna try something. I don't care. I'm just, I just, I want it. I want to supplement my income or I want to speak on a stage. I want to share my message or something like that. All right. And then it starts to get a little interesting because you start to build something in your 30s and you don't really care as much what people think about you because now if you have a family, you're dedicated to them. That's all that matters. Um, and if you're still single in your 30s, you're like, you know, the purpose of my life is what really matters. I, I want significance. I don't want to be at the bar every night. I don't want to be watching Netflix every day. I want to do something. And then it moves into your 40s where you're starting to, you know, maybe instead of going to weddings, you might be going to a funeral, you know, or two. And it starts to sober up like, man, I've been in this uh, rat race now for the past 15 to 20 years. I'm not as happy as I used to be. Why am I not happy? I have more money than I ever had, but I have less joy than I've ever had. I don't understand. That seems like the weirdest inverted relationship ever. And then it finally hits you. You need to have purpose and you want that passion back in your life. So you think, well, it's too late. It's not too late. All right. You got to get away from individuals who don't have the mentality that you have. They are going to absolutely douse any fire that you've got burning inside. The fire's still going to be there, but it's going to be like the pilot light on your furnace. It's going to be barely noticeable. You know, you need to bring the spark that sends that whoosh, inferno going. And it's there. You can do it, but you can't do it with the current people you're hanging around. They need to go. They need to go. And most people can't do that. They can't cut family and friends out of their life. And I don't mean in the necessarily you send them a text that you're all out. <laughs> you don't need to do that. You just don't engage anymore with the negative know-it-alls that are going nowhere. And it's difficult to do. We all want to be loved, and we think the people who are closest to us love us the most. That's not true. 
All right. Even though they share your last name, that's not true. Or even though you've been a friend of them or known them for 20 years, it's not true. What's true is that you get one shot in life. You get one shot. It's not a dress rehearsal. And as you get older, it really starts to hit you uh, because now you have friends that are older and they're a little bit more wiser than you. And they've, they're like, man, this is what really matters. And this has been spoken to me over the last five years in my small group with, uh, you know, every Tuesday night with everybody I meet with. And it has become so obvious to me. That's why I joined a country club this year. I would have never paid an initiation fee to join a country club and the monthly dues to come with it. But I said, the hell with it. I haven't golfed in 20 years. I remember how much I loved it, and I'm not going to work as much, and I don't care what anybody thinks. Well, I care my wife had to be on board, but she was because Susan joined, and our other daughters are out there, and mainly my wife and our 7-year-old do bug camp and tennis camp and this camp, and that. they have great camps for kids out there, bug camp. That's a real thing, by the way. Cooking camp. Uh, but anyway, I would have never joined a country club had I not been 53 years old. And I did it because I'm like, I am going to, if this is my last year on earth, I want it to be the best, my best year on earth. And it was, oh my God, was it? You've heard the podcast for the last six months, probably bored of how much I talk about golf, started at a 33 handicap, got down to a 12. I'm absolutely obsessed with the game. Again, I love it, love it, love it. I've made so many friends. Can you believe it? I was a guy with no friends. I was a guy that had no friends. Who wants to be my friend? I'm the everyday Saturday guy. I'm home all day, Monday through Friday. And then, you know, on the weekends, I decided to get some work done. That's the opposite world. So anyway, my point to you is we're getting a little bit off the reservation. Let me bring it back is you have got to get away from people who are not supporting you, speaking and sowing seeds of wisdom and encouragement and empowerment into your life. You think you're, you're, you're being nice by not getting away and you're not. You're killing your dream. You're killing any chance of expectations that you had. You're killing that fire. That that pilot light is just going to simmer forever. The infer- the furnace is never going to catch on because you decided to be a people pleaser and not go for your dream. Don't do it. I've seen so many people do this, and I, I see them five years later, and they're doing the same damn thing. Same thing. Same job. Same routine. Same friends. And they never could just go for it because they were paralyzed by what other people might think if they tried and failed. Oh my God, I failed. Or you did something that most people don't even know what it is and you, you, you don't have the energy to explain it to them. They don't deserve an explanation. Either they're on your team or they're not on your team. It's as simple as that. We're talking about business and we're talking about your purpose in life, finding out why you're here and going for that. It doesn't get any simpler. I didn't say easier. I said it doesn't get any more simple. You know why you're here. And if you don't yet know why you're here, then figure it out and start taking some chances and see what you really enjoy doing. Okay? I was created. Now, I know. It took me a long time, 37 years. I'm a messenger. I'm a messenger. I'm here to give you a message. That's why God created me. He created me to get a message out to you to encourage and inspire you every day. And that's my service to you. What's your service? Figure it out and get away from people that are going to not allow that to happen. Just don't. I don't care if you got a if you got 20 friends and you got to get rid of 19 of them and that one person understands you and encourages you. That's the that's the person build on them. All right? Let's go. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you 
find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Every Day is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Every Day Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Every Day is Saturday podcast.